Everybody has a dream. Everybody has a goal. But what's the plan? Your dream, your goal has to be clear, concise, compelling, consistent, and committed. This podcast is to help all of you automotive sales professionals be more, achieve more, and live more through the hustle and grind of the car business. This is a no BS kind of podcast. This is the real deal. Can you close? Can you push yourself and have that financial freedom you so desire? When everything you've done has failed and you have nowhere else to go, this podcast has your back. Podcasting from the men's room in an unknown location, this is the Automotive Architect Podcast with your host, Ron Garverick. Welcome to another episode of the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. My name is Ron Garverick with Garv Automotive and your host of the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Guys, I'm going to tell you a little bit of what I know, and I know a lot of crap. And I know you guys are sitting there going, what the heck did he just say? He knows a lot of crap. Yes, I do. And I'm going to break it down to you today what crap means to me. That C-R-A-P, crap. Now, it could be a negative, it could be a positive, it's just whatever you want to make it when it happens to be in the automotive industry. There's a lot of guys that they talk a lot of crap, they do a lot of crap, and it's all negative, negative crap. And today, I want to teach you the positive part of crap right here on the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10, 9, 8, Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. We are back. All right. We're going to learn about crap. Did you hear that? We are back. We're going to learn about crap. We are back, 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 back again, again, again to learn of crap, crap, crap. Once again, again, again. Guess who's crap? Guess who's crap? All right. Sorry. But just listen, we're going to learn about crap. It's not negative. Okay. Crap as you look at it can be a lot of things it can be negative it can be positive it could be whatever and i'm going to teach you the positive way of crap in the automotive industry you have crap bad crap good crap everybody want to clap all right no but so if you break it down if you break down crap 
in in C R A P. C stands for communication. All right. Communication means of sending or receiving information such as phone lines or computers. But the four types of communication are verbal, nonverbal, written, and visual. And the issue in the automotive industry is if a sales manager or any manager up above is not communicating with their sales professionals or customers, if they're not communicating with them, we got some kind of issue. Okay. There's some issues going on. They're keeping things from uh, the salesman. They're not teaching them what they need to be taught. Uh, they're, they're not training. So they're not communicating. They're not communi allowing communication on when, when a salesman does something bad or a salesman does something wrong. The first thing a manager wants to do is just jump down their, their throat, right? But did you communicate with the sales individual on what they did wrong, how they did it, and how there would be a way to change it? Counsel them. Don't get onto them just because you are thinking it in your head. You are thinking, oh my goodness, this guy did something bad. He let a customer leave without asking for a TO. And if you don't know what a TO is, a TO is a manager turnover. You turn the customer over to the sales manager so he can try to talk to the customer and educate them on why it's an educated decision to buy a car today. So if you, if a, if a salesman lets a customer leave and all of a sudden you start yelling at the salesperson because they didn't take a proper TO, whose fault is it? Did you communicate with them? Did you train them? Did you talk to them what the benefits are of, of taking this TO? Is there any communication whatsoever going between you and the sales individual? Same thing. If the salesman has been communicated with the, with the sales manager on what you do with a TO and the, and the salesman go, goes ahead and lets the customer leave, where's the communication, right? Did he go up to the sales manager and communicate with him? I need you to take a TO, Mr. Sales Manager. The customer says he needs to think about it. Did you, did you talk to the sales manager, the TO, and ask him to get up and talk to your customer also goes with if you're not communicating with other salespeople, let's say a customer comes in and they're asking for Bob. Do you communicate with Bob? Do you call Bob on his phone? Do you text message Bob and say, Bob, Mr. Smith's here and he wants to talk to you. Or do you just want to skate that customer? You want to skate and, and sell that customer and, and, sell him a car today and then hope to God that, uh, that Bob doesn't realize you sold his customer. Or do you want to communicate with Bob and see if he wants to go ahead and take it back over? Or does he want to have a split deal? Are you communicating? 
communication can go both ways. Managers to salespeople, salespeople to managers, or salespeople to salespeople. Managers could do the same on communicating with the, with each other in a positive manner. Communication is what makes things get better. Communicating on if you have an issue with one another. It's better to communicate with it, listen to each other, communicate on what your feelings are towards the other or what your feelings are of what they're doing wrong or what you that something that is bothering you than to uh go ahead and let let it just build up inside and then your communication comes with anger you got to think about communication in a very very educational way okay you got to think of communication how it can build an empire with one another team members if you're verbal on being a team if you're verbal on being successful but you can't do that if you are not communicating with each other so c for crap is communication verbal nonverbal written or visual if you take a look at it those are four types of communication and why are they important because you can improve your success in your career with good communication now r r for crap c r a p is respect it's a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something if, if if for their abilities, qualities, or achievements. If you show respect due to regard of their feelings, wishes, rights, and traditions of others, you if you respect somebody, what respect really means is that you accept somebody for who they are. Even when they're different from you or you don't agree with them, you respect. Respect in relationship. If you respect in relationships, it builds feelings, trust, safety, and well-being. Respect doesn't have to come naturally. It's something that you learn. You gotta re if you're a sales manager right now, you gotta respect your salespeople. Those people are the backbone of a dealership. You respect them. If you, if you don't respect them, they don't respect you. It comes both ways. Did you not listen to your parents? If you want somebody to respect you, you got to, again, respect them. It's, it's very, very smart to treat each other with respect. Because if you keep getting on to that salesperson and you degrade him or embarrass him in front of everybody else, then he loses respect to you and he doesn't want to do what you ask. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be a team member with you because you, you disrespected him. So to, to show respect to others in the automotive industry, you got to listen, listening to what another person has to say is a basic way of respect when you affirm when you if you affirm someone we're giving evidence that they matter three you serve them 
if by serving, you're respecting them. Four, you got to be kind. Five, be polite. And six, be thankful. I know several managers in my lifetime that does not give any respect to the salespeople or the other managers that they work with. They have a one-track mind. They only think about themselves. They, when they're supposed to be in meetings, they look at their, their phones. They, they talk over other people. They interrupt. They don't show the respect. And when the salesmen have issues or some concerns about the, their behavior, they don't listen. They, they make excuses. It's not their fault. It's everybody else's fault. And they don't show respect. If that's you, if that's you right now, stop it. Respect one another. The only way your dealership is going to be uh, big and be better and be profitable is if everybody gets along and starts respecting each other. You got to be kind. You got to listen to what another person has to say. You may not want to agree to what they're saying. You may want to interrupt them. But if you show respect, they will show respect right back towards you. Be positive. Let them speak and then you speak next. A, attitude. I don't like your attitude. Well, it's a subtle way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. You can have a bad attitude. You have a great attitude. You can have a pissed off attitude. But it's how you're feeling. Negative attitude goes back to a, 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 an individual that doesn't respect you, does not want to listen to what you have to say, wants to go and, and talk, talk shit about you, and it gives you a bad attitude. You can walk in, wake up every morning, look in the mirror, say, you know what, I'm going to have a great attitude today. I'm going to be positive. It, it's going to be a great day. And as soon as you walk in the door, the first thing that happens is you get your ass chewed. They yell at you, tell you something you did wrong, uh, tell you something that you needed to do better, and they can't believe you did this, and it just brings you down, right? It brings you down, so it ruins your whole day. You were planning on selling two cars that day. You had an appointment coming in at 9 o'clock and another one coming in at 1230, and now you have a bad attitude because... Someone is not respecting or communicating with you. But then you, if you give an, uh, an attitude back, it's your fault and you have, a, you have a problem with your behavior. I don't know. If someone approaches me with a bad attitude and, and attacks me, I'm going, to, I'm going to go off. I'm going to have a bad attitude. I am going to speak my mind. You got to have a positive attitude. I don't care if you're a manager, a sales manager, a lot porter, a general manager, uh, you know, a technician, service advisor, or a customer. You have to have a great attitude to be prop or prosper in the automotive industry. Attitude, attitude is key for success. Positive attitude, people. You've got to have a great attitude. And number two. Or I'm sorry, the last one is you got to have a positive mindset, positive thinking, be optimistic. It's an optimistic attitude. 
is the practice of focusing on a good or any given situation. It can have a big impact in your physical and mental health. It simply means you approach the good and the bad in life with exception that things go well. You think positive. Man, if someone wants to bring you down, think positive. If things are not working for your for yourself today, think positive. Positive, positive mindset leads to positive results. Why is it so important? Because it makes you happy. It gives you good communication skills. It shows more respect towards people. And it also gives you a great attitude where you could sell two or three cars. I tell you, this is a great opportunity. You've got to have a great mindset, positive mindset. To get anywhere in the automotive industry, you can't let anybody screw with your brain. You've got to think smarter, not harder. You can't let people bring you down. The only way you're going to be successful is you learn crap, communication, respect, attitude, and a positive mindset. I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back. You just learned about crap. He has proven methods that really work. If you want to make more money, take these classes. He's intense, truthful, and he knows what he's doing. Check him out. Ron Garbrick, man, where to start with this guy? Um, I've had the pleasure of working under him for the past four years. He's my manager up at Street Volkswagen. And it's just been an amazing experience. I came in as a green pea with no experience. And you know, he's went over and taught me a lot of, you know, a lot of great stuff with the car business, whether it's negotiating, uh, trade appraisals, walk-arounds, you name it, he's went over it with me and I'm super appreciative. He brings a ton to the table, you know, a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of experience. He's worked the desk. He's, you know, he's worked every position, you know, BDC, sales, He's done everything in the dealership, so he has a wealth of knowledge and, you know, having those credentials behind him really solidifies what he's saying. You know, he knows his shit. He's good at what he does. He's had results. So definitely listen to Rod Garbrick, man. Uh, I'm very blessed to have him at the dealership and be able to learn from him directly. So tons of good stuff. Can't wait for y'all to check it out. Hello, guys. My name is Joel Marquez, and I highly recommend Ron Garbrick's sales training because he's very passionate at what he does. Uh, me and Ron have been working together for over five years, uh, two different dealerships. I went from making two to $2,500 to pushing over $10,000 a month. Uh, yes, I'm currently over $100,000 year to date in about eight and a half months. I highly recommend you guys take advantage of all his courses. He's great at what he does. Thank you guys, have a blessed day. Hey guys, I'm Ron Garwick, and as you just heard from these fine professionals, I have changed their lives financially in the car business. I have changed them from making $2,000 a month to $12,000 to $15,000 to $18,000 a month by following my methods. Finance departments, I have changed their finance department from making $125,000 in finance gross to over $350,000 in finance gross by using my methods. Sales managers, I have taken you from $1,200 PVR 
to over $2,000 in PVR by using my methods. So finance managers, sales managers, if you wanna make $500 more on PVR, go to Garve University. Sales people, if you wanna make $500 more on each commission, go to Garve University. Guys, this is so impactful full of great content. I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything. I'm gonna tell you how it is and I'm gonna help you make money. I guarantee you will see results within one week by using my methods. You wanna make 10, 15, $18,000 a month? Let's get started to get you closer to that financial freedom. Go to Garve University right now. Welcome back. Ron Garvick with Garve Automotive and your host of the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. Are you selling yourself? You know, the day you were born, you started selling yourself to the world. And what do I mean by that? Well, as a young child, you were developing your personality and your attitude for someone to buy into what you were trying to sell them. As a child, you work on your parents to get something that you want, right? And you keep hearing the word, what? No, a lot, right? But you are determined to get that comic book or that piece of candy so you sell yourself as why you want this at the certain or the certain item. You know, I remember when I was 9 or 10 years old, a few of my friends in the neighborhood were going to the town swimming pool and they asked me if I wanted to go. And I said, sure. And I go and ask my parents. And the first person I seen was my father. I asked him, hey, dad can I go with the guys to the swimming pool for a couple hours and, you know, I'll be back around five o'clock. And he said, no, we have a lot of things to do today and I need your help also. So, you know what? I didn't like that answer. So I went and found my mother, asked her the same question. Mom, can I go to the swimming pool with the guys? I'll be back by five. She said, yes, but don't be late. What did your father say? I replied, he said, ask you, which was a lie. You see, I did what I had to do to get what I wanted. Dad said no, but that was not acceptable in my world, so I asked Mom. Bad idea. But you get the point. I always knew how to play my parents against one another and against my grandmother. I would always work on my personality to get what I wanted. I was favorite amongst all the grandchildren because I knew how to win the hearts of the people I wanted something from. Some say it's politics, others says, or others say it's knowing what they what you want and knowing how to get it. See, in the car business, it's about the same thing. When you do meet the, when you do a meet and greet with the customer, you have 15 seconds to or for them to like you, or you're in trouble. You have to be dressed nice, no baggy clothes or untucked shirt, no holy or stained pants. Perfect hygiene. You don't want to smell like an, an ashtray. Put deodorant on. Have your hair combed. Last but not least, brush your teeth. Nothing worse than talking to somebody with bad breath. Act like you were there to earn someone's business. If you have all that squared away, then work on your body language and your tone. Always smile. Look at the customer in the eyes and say, Hello, my name is Ron. Are you here for parts and service? They will tell you either other way, which way they want to go, if they want to buy a car, if they're here for service. Being respectful and polite to the customer means the world to them. You know they have to buy a car, and they looked online, 
and they seen the car that they want. They know everything about the car because they looked online. They're sold on that vehicle, the product, and now you have to put on your selling shoes and sell yourself. The customer can buy from anybody. What makes a difference why they should or should they buy from you? Ask yourself, would I buy from me? Trust me, looks won't be one of them. I've had plenty of ugly people in the car business make over $100,000 a year, and they're uglier than my Aunt Edna in the senior prom picture. They have to have great personality, attitude, humor. Man, those are all key factors in selling yourself. If you are having a bad day and think the world's against you, as soon as you get in front of the customer, your attitude needs to change and be upbeat. Give a sincere personality and some humor in your sales process. Don't overdo it. Just enough to break the ice. And it helps with the, the wall coming down. You see, the car sells itself. The question is, do they want to buy it from you? Of course. Of course they do. You're a beast. And you have been trained by the best to switch from the person of having a bad day to a person ready to sell a car and earn someone's business and see them walk away out the door happy and be glad they met you. No matter what, you got to be the best car salesman in the world, selling 20 cars plus a month. But if you have a bad attitude, you smell like an ashtray, your shirt's untucked, your shoes are untied, they will see past you and they'll never buy another car from you ever again. They definitely will not recommend you either. So dress to success or dress for success. Have a great attitude coming in and leave the drama out the front door. Come to work determined to sell a car today. Make gross because gross is not a dirty word. And last but not least, believe that you were born to sell to anybody every time. Let's make this great. Let's sell some cars.